chapter 1. And to our media team back there, uh, I'm scrapping all the scriptures except for that very last one uh, that we had on there. So I know you gave me the like, um, I can't believe how many scriptures we have for this second service. We're scrapping all of them except for this one passage. <laughs> We're going to go to Colossians chapter 1. And it's here that Paul is writing to the church in Colossae and he is greeting them as part of his greeting there as he's, um, as he's really expressing his prayer and his desire for that church that has sprung up there in this, in this Roman city. Uh, these Gentiles who are uh, coming into the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he says to them, beginning in verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father. He has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Wow, what a privilege it is. What a privilege it is. And let us give thanks to the Father here today. I want to give thanks to Him that we have the opportunity to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. We have an inheritance that we're looking forward to. We have an inheritance in Jesus Christ, amen, who has delivered us from the power of darkness. Is there anybody in the house today who has been delivered from the power of darkness? You've been delivered from the very things that had your mind bound and your soul bound up. Yeah, you have been delivered from the things that you thought were fun. You thought they were bringing you life. But in reality, you look back and you see the destruction of your family. And you see the destruction of your mind and the captivity that you were held by. The, the grip of darkness of what it had on you. But he says we have been delivered from that power. And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We're part of the kingdom today. The kingdom is not something that we're just looking forward to. The kingdom of heaven is not something that is uh, in our future. But the kingdom is now. The kingdom is now. Jesus brought with his ministry the kingdom of heaven here to earth. He introduced the kingdom of heaven right here, right now. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is saying, God, let's loose the heavenlies right here on the earth. God, let's loose the very things so that the captives can be set free, so that those who are in bondage can be set free. And you did that through your dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of our sins. I'm so thankful that he went to a cross and that he died for my sins and that I've been redeemed. Amen. If you think of that word redeemed, you go and you have that you have that coupon that, uh, you know, is... is uh, given you has some value but really doesn't have any value until you redeem it 
and he redeemed us. You, you are of a whole lot of value, but you really didn't have the, the, the value until he went to the cross and he paid the price for your sins. And now he's the one who already paid the price. He redeemed me. He made it possible so that I might see him and that my sins might be forgiven. Now it says that dear son, Jesus Christ, Who is he? He's the image of the invisible God. He wasn't just some man. He wasn't just another prophet. No, he is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth. They are visible in the invisible. The things that they be of the thrones or the dominions, the principalities, the powers. All these things that when you, when you wonder... Why is all this stuff happening in my life? Why is all these things, why, did the, why does it seem like there's some spiritual forces? Because there is. The principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world, there are things, but he already came to hold them captive. He already has control over all of them. He came and he's the one who created them in the first place. They are not in, in the same rank that he is. No, he is the creator of all things. He is before all things. By him all things consist. He's the head of the body. The body is the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. That in Jesus Christ, he is the fullness of God. That he is all of God. The one who created heavens and the earth is Jesus Christ. The Son, He is the one. Having made peace through the blood of His cross. I'm thankful He went to the cross. He came, He reconciled all things to Himself. By Him I say, whether they be the things in earth or the things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated. Come on, is there anybody in here who has felt alienated? Or you have been alienated from Jesus Christ because sin alienates you. It separates you. You are enemies in your mind by the wicked works. But I'm thankful that I didn't have to remain there. Because he reconciled me. He reconciled me back to him. And if that's you today. And you say... I have all kinds of wickedness things in me. And I don't know that I'm worthy to be called a son of God. I don't know that I'm worthy to be a child of God. Let me tell you that he wants to reconcile you today. He wants to reconcile you back to him. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. There is nothing that he will not reconcile you back or take you back in and say everything that you've done, it's under the blood. I already paid the price. You are my child. It's in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. And if you continue, now look at that. If you continue in the faith, let's be grounded Let's be settled. I don't want to be moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you. And I fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ. 
in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, according to this, this time right now, whatever time God allots me to, I'm going to do uh, everything that I can with that to be a minister of the gospel, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. He says, when God saved me, he didn't do it for me. When God brought me out of the world, when God took me from this place of darkness, he didn't do that for me. He did that so that I could reach you. I don't think you got that. He didn't just do this for me. He did this so that I can be an agent of his to reach the world. He didn't just save me from my sins so that I can make it to heaven all by myself. He did it so that I could give back to those who are still lost right now. He did it. He made, he, he saved me from my sins so that I could be a minister of the gospel so that I could reach the world. Amen. Where are we at? Verse 20, uh, verse 25, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse 26, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations. So there's those who he says for generations have been wondering, how can I experience God? This mystery of godliness. This mystery of how can I have this relationship cemented with Jesus Christ? How can I have a relationship cemented with Him? How can I experience who He is? I preached my whole message today. It would be about this desire that they've had through the ages, through, through the tabernacle that was separated just for those select few who are able to experience the glory of God. Just the select few who are able to go into the Holy of Holies and to truly experience what the glory of God was all about. And this was a mystery through the ages. Uh, what can I do to have that kind of experience? But now, verse 27, let's go to verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. The mystery, the, the the answer to the mystery is this. Christ in you, the hope of glory. If you want to know what the answer is to this question of how do I experience the presence of God? How can this world experience the presence of God? How can they see the glory of God cover the earth? There's, there were these prophecies all through the ages of how the glory of God was going to cover the whole earth. Of how the glory of God was going to be there, be reaching to every nation and every tribe and every tongue. Of how the glory of God was going to come and descend upon the mountain and said like the dew and it would just begin to come and you would see the glory of God just beginning to go out and it spreads this way and that way. And this is, he's talking, he's been talking about the, the church or the body of Christ and he says, this is done through Christ in you. That 
is the only hope of the glory of God being shown to this world. Is when we have Christ in us. And through that we become changed. And we become the agent of Jesus Christ. To express the glory of God to this world. And so if you today have the gift of the Holy Ghost. Then that ought to be enough to, to, to change you. And to say I have everything that it takes to show this world that Jesus, He is a world changer. He is a life changer. He is the one who can work through me to do a miracle in your life. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I might as well just finish it out. Two more verses. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all of wisdom. That we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. That is my mission today. Let that be the mission of of this church. Let that be the mission of the church. That if you are filled with his spirit. If you have Christ in you. That I want to be going out. And at all costs. To make it possible that every man. Every man would be made perfect in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter how bad off they are. It doesn't matter how big of a sinner they are, how many things they have wrong in their life. They can be made perfect in Christ Jesus. They can be made perfect in Him. And let that be my mission. That I could present to them the love of Jesus Christ. And the hope that they have when they experience His glory. The hope that they have in submitting themselves to Him. That there is hope in Him him he says this is the thing wherein I labor I'm striving according to his working which worketh in me mightily amen let's have the same heart today that Paul the apostle had back there when he was writing to the church in Colossae as he's writing this letter to them he's saying hey this is my desire this is my desire that I would see the the glory of the Lord fill the church to the point where we are living on mission every day where we are trying to reach this world with the gospel where we don't allow the glory to be contained into this building but the glory of the Lord begins to spill out now if we can have our praise team come on up the glory of the Lord it's not contained right here the glory of the Lord it's not about just the song and the praise that we lift up our hands and we sing to him but the glory of the Lord is the expression of him his love the expression of us being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ the glory of the Lord is us us expressing the righteousness of God through going and loving others and entertaining others as if we were entertained Christ. So let's just worship in this place. And I would hope if you want to respond to the word, if you want to come up to this altar, feel free. But we're going to end this service today just in a time of worship. And would you just enjoy, would you just join in with us right now as we lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. And let's go from this house and let's see the glory of the Lord fill this place and fill this county and fill come on this region i want to see the glory of the lord expressed through the body of christ